podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance and save by bundling auto and home. Hello, hello. Welcome to this content podcast. And we start off in what is an interesting week by introducing Hair Japes, FIFA YouTube legend, of course. Hello. How are we? Good, Ben. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Feeling festive enough. Uh, are you getting the Christmas spirit as well? Just had my uh, parents in town this past weekend and did a little early mm-hmm. celebration with them. So another week of work and then celebration with my wife's family. So, you know, really nice. feeling like it is the season. Yeah, it sounds like young Master Japes are getting into it as well, which we like to hear. And we've been getting into it, of course. We just did the Christmas quiz next week. Early in the week, maybe even Sunday, you'll have next week's podcast, which is the Christmas quiz, which I'm looking forward to you all hearing. And Matt, Matt for trading was one of the contestants. Hello. Hello, Ben. Thank you very much for having me back on. Yes, uh, the Christmas quiz was certainly one you do not want to miss. It was a real, real nail biter coming down right to the very end. So, uh, yes, very excited for people to uh, listen to that and very excited to get into Winter Wildcards content and all the stuff that we've seen this week. Yeah, definitely. And we also have with us market expert, of course, and regular on the podcast too, Nate, the foot accountant. Hello. Howdy. Thanks for having me back on again. It's always a pleasure. I will also shout out the Christmas quiz. You definitely need to listen to that because it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Mm, Certainly was. And we will get into now what we always start with, of course. And this is pound for pound powerhouse, the player we think that's been released over the past week that is the best value out there. And uh, there's been quite a few potential options here. And uh, we will start things off, I think. Uh, I've started to leave Japes to last because he keeps doing too well. And in fact, also won last week, didn't you? Which I was really surprised by, to be honest. Did I really? Yeah, Kunde was not someone I was expecting to win, but he huh, did. How about that? But yes, let's start things off with Nate, the foot accountant. Who have you got for us? I'm going to throw out a center back that is in the uh, Winter Wild Cards promo. He doesn't look like the most insane card, but he looks very similar to another item on the game that is 10 times his price. It's a little Premier League tax situation, I think. But Paul Torres, I think that his card, 78 pace, 90 defense, 88 physical, 6 foot 3, uh, medium high work rates. I think his card is almost exactly identical to the Ruben Diaz uh, center back card. And the Ruben Diaz uh, card is... The signature signings one. Yeah, signature signings. That's the one, yes. Yeah, You yeah. took my card. I did. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you took him. You took I, him. This is why we put me at the end now, I guess, Ben. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the Benzema payback coming in. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to add, he's left-footed. So if you are indeed running a three-back or four-year center-back, there are very few left-footed center-backs. And Pau Torres allows you to have a left-footer on the left side. Wow, I didn't realize Ruben Diaz was 350K. That is really high. for. Like, you look at Tuanzebe, he's got 85 pace and he's... 200k that is yeah crazy power tours um, is insane anyway. value insane yeah yeah i agree and him, him being just 20k yep like, we've kind of ended up answering that for you but no you're I good mean, that's the way to do it really yeah 95 in game with an anchor yeah wow crazy yeah. yeah that is crazy actually right a good suggestion to start things off matt 
How do you follow that? Oh, it's a tricky one. That, that Pal Torres is a very good card and very, very well priced. So, uh, yeah, I think that could be that could be tricky to beat. But I'm going to go for a player that a lot of the three five two warriors out there. I know I've seen a lot of people um, rocking the three five two of late, and I'm going to go for that player of the month, Trent Alexander Arnold. He's very cheap, oh, at mm. only around sixty thousand coins. And, you know, this time of the year, we'll have, you know, upgrades coming this week. I'm assuming a lot of people will do what we want to do that for winter wildcards. I think he's a very good player to craft. There is a potential for a team of the year item down the line. Um, but for 60,000 coins, if you're looking for, you know, a right mid, a right back, even a you know, switching game to a, a CDM, I think he's a top quality card to go for the 90 passing with 94 crossing 88 short passing 92 long passing and 89 vision you really really notice that in game especially when you're doing the you know the driven uh, r1x passes into your attackers or maybe inside to your center midfielders uh very very good player for that defensively 88 interceptions 86 defensive awareness 89 stand tackle 85 slide tackle that's without a boost uh probably with shadow that you'll uh, want to give him and he's been solid for me i really can't fault him so if you're looking to play that 352 you're looking for sort of an, an attacking fullback that has that um that passing range and passing ability to to whip in crosses to ping balls into your strikers into your cam into your cdms i think he's a really good card to go for and for 60k I don't think you can pass him up. Yeah, I mean, a really good one and also one that isn't a winter wildcard, which is probably a nice bit of variety because mine certainly is going to be a winter wildcard. Uh, mine is a five-star skill upgraded player from a team. You can buy him for the ridiculously low price of 15k. It is adult wrapped. And I have an untradeable Hakimi. I, of course, have the best player in the game. Rule breakers, Tecatito Corona and Cruyff boxing him in. But other icons are, of course, available. That is potentially the only challenge to use him i suppose is is that chemistry element but as a player the stats you just have to look at them to see how good he is i mean he's got four star weak foot already and obviously got that five star skill upgrade i've used him quite a lot i'll do a review on the gameplay podcast but obviously with him being so cheap at 15k you might as well give him a go if you can fit him in and uh, he has things like 98 aggression which i think a lot of people wouldn't particularly expect from him 81 strength 89 stamina has really solid defensive stats just below 80 on all of them um ideal in that kind of box to box more advanced center mid role which i've put him in but you could also use him i was looking at him with shadow in a more defensive role maybe as one of two midfielders and yeah i mean he, his defensive stats are very very good for a box to box actually with a shadow and he has 95 acceleration 93 sprint speed with that but where he excels is his dribbling stats i mean you basically got around the 90s for most of them but then 95 ball control 96 dribbling and 93 composure his passing i would potentially boost if you're going to play him a bit more advanced because um, 87 short passes maybe a little low if he's creating a lot but still an incredible player for his value i mean 15k for that is just such a steal and of course you could just get him and put him on your bench or something if you want to make use of him but can't fit him in japes over to you uh well i certainly considered uh who you're talking about uh, with Terrapt. <laughs> I definitely considered Pal Torres because I think that is silly value. I also consider just that in-form 84-rated Atal just because like, I think his 85 card is mm. like hardly better and double the price, which is kind of insane. But I'm going to go back for some love for the Bundesliga here uh, and pick that new Jibiril Sao SBC. Mm -hmm. Medium attacking work rate, high defensive work rate. He's about 100K right now. 
four-star weak foot. He's got a lean body type, which I think is kind of spicy for the variety of positions that he can play. And what I mean is, if you want to put a shadow on him, 93-rated CDM. Just done and Hmm. dusted there. Like, mid-80s cross the board in all of his dribbling. Base 96 short step passing. Base 90 long passing. High aggression. 97 stamina. For those of us that are 352 users or whatever it might be, you can also toss a spicy catalyst or engine on him and makes him a very, very good option out wide for that 352 because he does have that medium high work rate. He does have the high stamina. And with the catalyst, he also gets 98 crossing to go with his perfect short and long passing then over 90, you know, acceleration and sprint speed. So I think he's a wonderfully versatile card. I think he's a really, really nice addition. I also think that EA have done a pretty good job now introducing links to go with him because there's now that 87 rated cost stitch that is another 352 user's dream. You also have the Mbabu cards that were released, as well as that uh, Mbolo attacker card. Hmm. And I believe Zakaria had a card previously as well. So he does have good links, which is usually the hard part for something like this. So for me, a player that is supremely versatile, that you could play in a variety of different positions, pound for pound, I think he's a good shout. Yeah, nice. And actually, funnily enough, all the listener suggestions were pretty much for Tarat and Sal. Um, I'll just mention Springford's point here about total in-games, which I wouldn't normally mention because total in-games you know, can be a bit misleading. But for midfielders, it kind of makes sense. And he was saying that Fabinho has 2,400 in-games. This is the 500k winter wildcard. And the adult Tarat also has 2,400 in-games and he's 15k. Wow. Obviously, the other thing to say is adult Tarat's really low stats 41 and 41 are jumping and heading accuracy so if you're not too bothered about that i mean he's amazing elsewhere the only other player that i think you actually mentioned briefly japes was skogs griska went for second in form Mattel. boom so, uh, there we go and i agree when you compare him to the signature signings it's uh, incredible value so uh, that one worth mentioning as well and i think it's just worth saying that winter wildcard generally the squad and the sbcs which have been good value often does seem like they do discounted prices almost for sbcs over this period um, but it's been great to see again and yeah it's just been really well received because of how strong the players are i think matt yeah definitely i think you know we we discussed it a little bit um earlier during the the christmas quiz recording in that it feels like there has been a big sort of jump in the power curve with these with these cards there's so many you know great new additions for pretty low cost. And when you look at the recent promos we had, you know, with Versus, perhaps didn't hit as well as people were expecting. And now you've got a full squad of these these Winter Wildcard cards that have dropped. And there's there's so many great options. Pau Torres, as we say, to Wrapped, uh, even on the lower end, and Bolo looks great. Jonathan David that was dropped uh, last night at time of recording. There's, there's so many options. And I say, a lot of, you know, Nice little uh, unique changes to the cards here and there. A few skill move upgrades, uh, a few position changes. It really has delivered, I think, uh, for the the promo mm. team. And uh, yeah, I think people are quite right to be quite uh, happy with the release. Yeah, yeah. And I think, Nate, that's been reflected in terms of the market. A lot of people moving coins away from other expensive on the market players, right? Over the last couple of days. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, people are going out and especially with SBCs, just about every single day, like the daily player SBC content, you've got so many opportunities for people to replace a card that they had in their team with a new 
SBC item or a, one of the winter wild cards that's on the game. Um, and that's combining that with like icon swaps and a big objective grind where some people just kind of sell off their main team so they can focus on the objectives. Kind of all that in the last week or so, you've seen a lot of cards actually drop off a pretty, mm. a pretty sizable amount. I mean, it hasn't been like a crazy, you know, one or two day period where they've just dropped. It's been kind of like a, over this last week, they just kind of rolled down, I guess you'd say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Which kind of shows it is sort of a natural reaction to alternative options maybe than sort of unnatural panic. Is right. that fair? I would say it's 100% correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And uh, James, what are your thoughts on this? Because I know you said ice and fire versus was a bit too maybe strong. I felt like it was all right in my view. I didn't think it was as strong, but obviously it was leaked to be even better than it ended up being. So maybe that's why I thought that. But this feels like a whole different level above that even yeah i mean uh, look i think the um the one thing that's kind of like my takeaway here is it, like ice and fire felt jarring because it was such a big jump compared to what was out there at least in my opinion now they've they're basically adding you know a lot more candy options to the candy store so you can pick a flavor that you like i think the mm. the point being is they've just sort of taken an approach where they said okay it's not going to be a gradual power curve we're, when we decide we're going to bump it, you're going to just move on to a different peak on your climb up the mountain very, very quickly. Mm. And so I think this promo is is certainly adding on to that and doing that, which, you know, I, I'm fine with. Like, let's try this strategy and see how it plays out. I, um, like, uh, I didn't know how I felt about it previously. Right now, I'm sort of like, all right, well, if this is our new normal, then... Let's make it a new normal. And I expect everybody to have pretty equal teams. Now, what that means for gameplay, I don't know. That can be discussed on a gameplay podcast. Yeah, it certainly will. And actually, we did an Icon Roundtable last night, I guess it would be. Yeah. And we talk about this a bit on there because I think there are some interesting tweaks to the power curve this year in terms of what looks like a sort of decent sized jump up and then allowing it to plateau a bit more and having live promos and things like that. So not as simple, perhaps, as it has been in the past, but there's that constant step up. Um, but yeah, as you say, we'll have to see how this affects gameplay because often it can get a bit frustrating when all players are maxed out and you don't have that kind of variety. Um, but let's talk about these winter wildcards from a market perspective. People may be interested in going in and picking them up. We're going to get, it's already confirmed, on Thursday, Team 2. I guess this is so that it's not on Christmas Eve that they're coming out. And that will mean potentially opportunity yep. to get in on this team during Rivals. I, I don't know, Nate, what, what are your thoughts on this in terms of pricing and, and how they're looking? I think there's a lot of cards in here that people will probably want to sink their coins into and just add to their squad. And they'll be looking this week to do that. I would. It's a little bit different. These cards have one day less impacts. And I think EA has kind of timed that for them to go out on Thursday. They will be impacts for like division rivals rewards. I think a lot of people are going to be thinking that they want to pick them up then. So I would imagine that if there's a lot of selling heading into division rivals rewards, especially since milestone rewards are involved with that. And, and last time uh, we saw people sell some stuff for that rewards period, fearing... Oh, because the, they were panicking. But it was untradeable, wasn't it? So right, yeah. It was untradeable. And we that was our first time too. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you see that sort of panic selling again into rewards and some price drops on like Wednesday night, early Thursday morning, um, especially on the higher tier cards, that could be a safe time to pick them up because I think since they go out of packs 6 p.m., Thursday, mm. 
that rewards time frame will kind of be where everybody's looking to buy. And if you wait afterwards, they might go up. Now, again, who knows what'll happen next week. It still feels like, I don't think these cards are gonna explode because there's still gonna be daily SBCs. We have the whole wild card swaps. And if there's a team two, there's more players that are coming out, which could, you know, be a substitute for something that was in team one and maybe, yeah. you know, move some people's teams a different way. But yeah, that's kind of where I'd be looking for these if you want to put one in the squad. Yeah. So no huge rush, but yeah, you can certainly find a time this week to get them. And I think the other thing to talk about would be fodder. I'm sure we probably had another um, base mid icon or something like that by the time people are listening. And I mean, that hasn't necessarily, if it's not repeatable, had a big impact. I guess fodder still worth going in for maybe and holding it if you still have it. Yeah, at the moment, there's a lot, but there's been a lot of supply over the weekend and there have been good SBCs as well. But I think one thing that's really going to move any sort of fodder would be something either repeatable or, you know, something like a big pack SBC that's going to make that stuff fly. I, I've still got, I know a lot of people have fodder just sitting in their clubs waiting for it to rise i'm in the boat too i've got high rated stuff i'm fine with it i'm just sitting on it until it goes up <laughs> yeah makes a lot of sense and i did want to quickly point out actually worth potentially doing some of the winter wildcard sbc loan versions because although there's a one loan requirement often in friendlies it's not always the case or might not always be the case and even then it can be very useful if it's a, a particular nation league etc that you don't have or position or something like that um, it's always worth having and also you can run them down to one game still use them in friendlies if you wanted to play four games with them to try them out so could be a good little pointer we're going to be back after a short break to talk about the changes to champs and why i think across the board they're going to be pretty popular uh, see you in just a second Hello supporters, I'm sure you'll be aware that as a supporter, you get double the podcast content and extra podcast every week. But for those on the gold or above tier, it's worth reminding you that you can also access the Foot Weekly Podcast Supporter Discord, which has a fantastic like-minded foot community, very positive and mature, loads of great tips and hints and pointers and there's a tutorial bank a tactics bank uh, me i'm in there uh, talking to people and answering questions if i can and loads of other people with great expertise too to help out you can find the link to join in the original email you got from patrons saying something about rewards it is unique to you so i can't unfortunately give it out via dm but you can find help on how to find it because there are a few other ways over at bit.ly slash pod discord help so that's bit.ly slash pod discord help. Right. A huge thank you for your support as always. Let's get back into the pod. Right. Getting back into it then. Let's talk briefly about winter wildcard swaps, which is a pretty new concept. I mean, we had foot swaps before icon swaps, actually, which were for various different in-game rewards in a similar style. But this is returning now with a slightly different theme and structure but it's interesting how it works because actually the most expensive thing is the 85 times 10 which is 15 tokens and yes. there are going to be 25 tokens available so there isn't that same pressure unlike icon swaps where it feels like it's geared towards you getting all of them and so this field at lowe's we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time that's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. It's a bit more generous, a bit more flexible. 
which is quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's been fantastic the way they've they've implemented these um, these tokens. As I say, the ones that we've had so far, they've been pretty easy to obtain, haven't they? You know, we've got one for free. We've had a couple in uh, just daily SBCs with a very good pack reward, and yeah, we've got that one in objectives as well. So I, I love it. I think it's I think it's something that you know, in an ideal world, we'd kind of have something like this. You know some sort of other objective or something you know else to work towards in every promo so you know seeing it here i think is fantastic and the rewards as you say they're they're not bad at all you've got an 85 times 10 in there you've got that daca and that uh that gunter that both look pretty good based off the the images that we've seen you've got ultimate packs in there you've got an 81 to 89 in there and as you say getting 25 tokens and the max is 15 you can you can do a good little spread so um yeah, I'm I'm very very happy with mm. it. It's been it's been fun grinding towards these tokens. Gives an extra element uh, to the promo, and uh, yeah, it's been very well received by the community, as you say. Do you know what my controversial take is? What? This is actually better than Footmas. I was going to ask. You know, do we think this is better than the old school Footmas promos? Mm. I mean, it was probably one player that people really wanted to do each day anyway, and you also had the fact that actually the restriction on time wasn't necessarily always a good thing, right? We've basically got the same sort of thing, haven't we? Really, it's daily player SBCs. Yes, they're not only available for 24 hours. Yes, we're not getting three players per day. But I think the the core sort of concept is there. It's daily players, it's SBCs, most of which have been, I'd say, pretty well priced so far. We've only had three with mm. Zaha, Sao and Pandev. I don't think any of them have been ridiculously overpriced. I imagine that cost, you know, when you start factoring in potential like upgrade SBCs, if we get player picks um, tonight at 6 p.m., obviously by the time the pod's out, we'll, we'll know what upgrades we get. But I, I love it. I think it's a, a really sort of fresh take on uh, a concept that we we loved back in the day. And yeah, I'm just excited to see what EA can uh, do with it going yeah, forward. Makes a lot of sense. Anything to add, Nate, before we move on from this? I mean, I think one shout out needs to be made for like the Kingsley Coman card. I think Japes would like this, that they gave him the four star, four star upgrade and they swapped his foot from right footed to left footed. I just think that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, there are plenty of really interesting players. I think Modric deserves a mention quite, really quite expensive actually, but really outstanding stats, technically very, very good. I don't know whether he's really worth his price, but the mini release obviously means he's got a bit less supply. Jonathan David, though, is, you know, down at 150k, which I think for his stats with five-star weak foot, if you don't mind the three-star skills, is really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've ended up going back to talk about the team, but it is a very good one. And uh, the plenty of players we haven't even mentioned, like Spinozola, um, who've had uh, sort of issues with their stats corrected. The five-star weak foot, four-star skill, Graham, who's only 15k, um, could be useful for an objective or just uh, putting on the bench. Great stats as well. And of course, Neymar, there's just loads of really strong players in there. And I did want to move on, actually, because maybe a few of us will have tried to pack some of these with our Icon Swaps tokens already. Um, let's talk about that now. I know we heard from Richard and Matt was on that podcast, the gameplay one last week, where we spoke about it, but we haven't heard from any of us yet. So, Jake's actually starting off. Interesting. I know you went for Zanetti in the past, didn't you? Um, fullback around this time previously. Yeah, I chose, I, I thought it was like, he was just such good value. One of the previous mm. years, I can't remember. Yeah, and I was looking at Zambrotter and thinking similar kind of story there. Obviously, 14 tokens. I was thinking that might be a good option for people and I don't know whether you're planning to do that, but that's obviously there are 18 total available, nine at the moment, nine in, it's just under a month, Matt, isn't it? Actually, it's shorter than usual. Is that correct? Yeah, only four weeks. Usually they are uh, 
They're about six to yeah. seven weeks, aren't they? So I guess you could, in theory, have that Zambrotta early January, right? Yeah, January January 10th, the next set of tokens yeah. around. And yeah, it does look quite strong. Do you think that might be tempting, James? Are you thinking fodder? I, I'm sort of evaluating it from like, a, it's going to give me the maximum output with the least effort. Mm. And, I, I, and I also find myself wondering, like, how many of these icons are going to make my squad given this power curve yeah compare literally the players we got this year to the players we got last year at this sure. time and they're better yes fundamentally they're better the power curve though is entirely different yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm inclined to just take the packs and ignore the rest of swaps mm. and just roll just hold the packs for team of the year maybe i get lucky maybe i don't yeah that's kind of where my head's at makes sense and matt i imagine that's your approach yeah, I mean, it's, it's no secret the uh, the team of the year pack saving <laughs> grind has been ongoing for quite a while now. So yeah, for me, it's quite easy. Take the the three twenty five times packs, and then if you get all the tokens, that leaves you with a base or mid icon pack um, as well. Um, so yeah, given the token split, I think if you wanted to go for the the base or mid icon pack first, just in case, you know, if you pack a good icon, you've got that use out of him. Um, and then, yeah, with the next set of tokens coming out on January 10th, I imagine you'll be able to get the, the three 25 times packs in before team of the year, depending on the, the release date of that, which is around sort of mid to late January. Mm. So you'd, you'd assume you'd be able to get those, token, those tokens. Because I guess we expect headliners again before team of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think Team of the Year will be earlier than last year, you know, on, a, on just from a date perspective, because obviously we had the late release and everything was pushed back a bit. So, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I imagine we get we get Team of the Year around sort of like the either the the week beginning the tenth or the seventeenth of January would be my prediction. But again, we'll wait and see on that. Yeah, we certainly will. Nate, what are you planning to do with your swaps tokens? Personally, for icon swaps, I'm just getting the uh, I'm getting the packs and I'm out. To be honest. Mm. Just because I already opened the 82 times 25 and I packed, I think like three walkouts or no, two walkouts in the, in the Graham uh, winter wild cards item. So mm. I'm not really going to save those for team of the year. I'm just going to, especially with all the SBCs going on now, I won't be able to get both packs like this week. But when the second set of tokens comes out, probably save the 83 times 25 and Depending on when I get that, I might save that for team of the year. Actually, I, I'm listening to you talk and I might just do something like that, too. I think the question that I'm going to have to well, ask myself is like, how many of the team of the year cards am I going to actually want to play with? Mm. Knowing that, like, I have no interest in playing with Mbappe and Neymar and, you know, a bunch of these like PSG guys that are way overused in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you've also got to think that the way the power curve is, maybe they wouldn't even be that much better than some of the players that we're going to get. Um, over winter wild cards generally and actually i just went for it opened my fodder packs i think as soon as you get that fodder in your club it can help a lot there's going to be desirable spcs on their way and i mean while team of the year offered some good spcs i think they're going to be more limited in terms of options than we're going to get over this period which is heavily focused around these frequent spcs which look very good value so let us move now onto something else and i may put a little stop here to fill in some information, if we have it, about champs, which hasn't at the time of recording been fully revealed. So, turns out I was in fact right, and we do have more information. The key thing to say, just to start this, is champs rewards in finals have been made a little worse, but the flip side of that is that playoffs have been made 
easier, which should, as a result, actually mean that people are able to get more wins in finals because of a widening of the player pool. But there's plenty more to talk about than that. So I have with me someone you may have heard if you listen to the supporter gameplay episode on the playoffs, talking about how frustrating the system is and how it isn't really fit for purpose. So I thought it'd be good to get him on to talk about the restructure and how it will impact players at different levels. So welcome back to the pod, Brammers. Hello, thank you for having me back. It's great to have you back. Your modestly talented FIFA playoffs correspondent yeah, if you like just talented enough to be able to speak for uh, those who haven't been able to qualify yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. Um, but no let's get into it because i wanted to speak to you i mean maybe first of all just a brief explanation for those who didn't hear it of why this mode was uh, such a problem for people who had yes. been in weekend league every week in previous years like you have um, but couldn't make it into finals this year certainly well i think the thing is we had all gotten used to and when i say we all i mean uh, people who are in that kind of gold three, gold two kind of band of the old weekend league. We had gotten used to this pattern of playing to sort of 11, 14, 17 wins, automatically requalifying for the next weekend league and kind of structuring our FIFA week around it. Um, you have your rewards on Thursday with your picks and all the rest of it. Um, and then obviously this year they've changed the system and we just felt that the kind of the, the bar for entry had been put in a pretty awkward place for those of us who were good enough to qualify for weekend league and get like gold two last year um such that on a number of occasions several of us were failing to get in for reasons that just felt a little bit unreasonable Mm. asking us to win more than half of nine games with the form system potentially meaning we were matching against very difficult opponents there was uh, with that small sample size you had periods of the week where you probably would run into a much tougher matches than others it just generally had a lot of problems. Um, and so what they've done, obviously, is take a look at that and change where the barrier for entry is to playoffs and restructure rewards for playoffs and for foot champions finals in order to uh, kind of compensate for those adjustments. Yeah, exactly. And we should say this does shift these problems potentially to people who are just not quite as good as the people we're talking about, yes. though, right? The, the structure is still there. Yes. But I think those players hopefully are people who weren't used to being involved previously so at least it doesn't feel so bad yes i had also made an i wanted to sort of stick up for it and, you know just because the gold two borderline gang um had, had suddenly been ushered beyond the velvet rope a bit more you know we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that last year if you were a, like historically a silver one player you were able to get 11 wins each week but maybe not much more then you were able to play weekend league every week and still get pretty good packs a, a red pick uh, and automatically requalify. This may not be enough to help you over the hump. Like they've moved it from uh, from having to win five out of nine to having to win four out of ten, which mm. sounds a lot better. But it's still subject to the same forces. Um, and also, you know, when you think about it, eleven out of thirty, which is what you would previously need, uh, this is the equivalent of twelve out of thirty. So it's still a little bit harder than than it would have been. Um, to get through playoffs and you're on that smaller sample size of matches so form can become an issue um, and you're potentially again having the same issues with playing at different times of the week and so on so yeah, yeah it, like it's improved for a lot of people it's probably the bar is probably in a slightly better place um, but there's there's still a you know a question mark over whether the system itself is is kind of fit for purpose or whether they've just kind of kicked the can slightly further down the road yeah although i guess the other flip side of that is that Obviously, playoffs is a lot easier actually to get into because there's less points, things like that, than 
uh, weekend league was in past FIFAs. So theoretically, you'd expect the pool of players in playoffs to be a bit broader. So yeah. hopefully that means that actually it is pretty equivalent to Silver 1. We shall see. Um, but let's get into these changes. Uh, do you want to just run us through how these stack up? Yeah, of course. So uh, you you used to need to win five matches out of nine. Now you only need to win four matches out of 10. You used to need 2,000, I think it was, champions points mm. earned through rivals to enter. Um, now you need 1,250, which is a significantly smaller number, obviously. Um, and there are more ranks in playoffs and finals. So the way that rewards had been stratified previously has been changed, elongated, whatever. And you can sort of see from these... Um, changes kind of which problems they were keen to address you know changing Mm. it to four wins out of ten clearly in recognition of the fact that they were asking too much from people across nine matches changing it to 1250 points is clearly recognition of people were getting really annoyed at having to go and grind 10 15 rivals matches just to get back to the start of playoffs again after failing um let's say you're in division uh two or something earning i think it's like 300 rivals points for a win you know now you'll be able to get back into playoffs pretty quickly comparatively um Mm -hmm. and the finals rewards you can see they've tried to make you work a little bit harder for what you were doing Mm -hmm. so overall it seems to me that they've tried to you know whereas we previously felt playoffs was too difficult and finals was a bit of a cakewalk now they've tried to make it so that playoffs is a bit more reasonable and finals is a bit more meaningful yeah if that makes sense it does make sense and i think we were looking at these and it is possibly a very slight nerf to the rewards if you like for finals finals, yeah yeah just to probably compensate for the fact that basically more people are going to be getting these rewards yes i would say so i mean if you break it down to the the kind of the, the the ones that are probably most relevant to listeners of this podcast, it was probably four wins, eight wins, twelve wins. Previously, those were the bands that would get you a bunch of stuff that you wanted. Now it's pretty much six wins, nine wins, eleven wins. Yeah, for, maybe fourteen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for quite similar rewards. So let's say you were getting eight wins on the regular and you had you had gotten comfortable getting eight wins and getting your what was two player picks, one of four, thirty five thousand coins, a team of the week player pack, hundred uh, K Jumbo Rare Players Pack and a couple of others. Uh now you are having to get nine wins, you are getting twenty five thousand coins, so ten thousand less. You're getting the same player picks. You're still getting your Team of the Week player pack. That was a mistake that had circulated on Reddit, wasn't it? That they'd made it untradeable, mm. but, but it's not. Mm. Uh, you're still getting your 100k Jumbo Rare players pack. Uh, and instead of getting a mega pack and a premium players pack, you're getting uh, 50k, a rare players pack. Mm. So it feels like a slight nerf. And the um, uh, champion's points for helping you requalify or get back into playoffs, rather, you're now getting... I can't actually remember how much you got for rank three previously but for for the nine wins one you're getting a thousand so really you only need one rivals win in a or a couple of rivals wins to top up to get back into playoffs which isn't too bad is it yeah the interesting thing as well is people who got eight wins may be more confident getting to 11 which is the new Mm. rank above and that does look more desirable of course because you get three picks and they're one of five rather than one of four so i think even people around the eight win mark might be happier even though they'd need one more win to get to a 
new rank just above eight wins which yeah. is slightly worse they could actually potentially kick on where they hadn't been before so i guess yeah i, I will be tempted by that mm. for sure like I, i'm i'm personally like i i had most weeks if i got in I, I would go for eight and then if i got really annoyed for whatever reason by the rat corner and kimpembe and you know i would i would just give up at four because it was still pretty decent but like knowing i can get eight reliably now mm. I'm looking at that 11 and I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah. an ultimate pack, you say. Uh, ooh, three picks, you say. Yeah, and I'm someone who could really easily get to 12, but was continuously missing out basically on mm. the 16 wins. And now there's a 14 win. So yeah, and, it makes a lot of yeah, sense. And the, the 14 win gives you enough champions points to go straight back into playoffs as well. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is interesting. Which in fairness, 12 did. So I don't know. Oh, maybe there you that, go. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a, maybe that's actually a little bit of a nerf but the other thing I would say is that that rank has a ultimate pack and a jumbo rare players yeah. pack so in terms of the players there uh, that you can potentially get back at, it's pretty strong but a big thing is basically all the coins have been reduced and yeah. I guess that does make sense if more people are going in there but the other thing is that I think if more people are getting in this is what is really important to know theoretically it should be easier to get high ranks um because there's a sort of wider player pool less able players are getting in but on the flip side of that i would say that because of the tightness of these ranks relative to before it's possible that we might see less sort of win gifting i guess it might change the dynamic i, I would have thought so although i know a lot of people were saying that they weren't seeing much anyway by this point and people were just like quitting out straight away and stuff like that so I don't know how much longer it's, that would have lasted anyway, but there we go. People had found a way to turn it into something unpleasant, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm very pleased if that's the if we see that as the result because it had felt like finals was a bit of a wash for a lot of people. And I, as I said on the last time we talked about this, I was getting bored of watching uh, content creator videos where they just they try to do a champs challenge or something and then they just get gifted wins constantly. Mm. Um, the tedium of it, and they're like just apologising constantly. I doubt that EA yeah, thought that was a particularly good look. Yeah, that is um, true. Yeah, and actually, we should say just quickly on the ranks before we move on. There's also a rank two and a rank one that are 18 yes. wins and 19 wins. So they've actually put something there for people who are very good players and want to push all the way to the top, rather than yeah. basically having those four games that just didn't matter at all. And there's actually two ranks which require zero wins, um, which is kind of interesting. So um, yeah. there's more at the top and bottom. So I think yeah, I, th I think it's generally good, and I think people will be hopefully looking forward to uh, going back into champs if they kind of had got a bit frustrated about it, which would be nice. It's fair to say I had got a bit frustrated, Ben. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Anyone, who has, <laughs> I think so. uh, anyone who has been to the champs chat channel on the Discord knows it's uh, it gets a bit volcanic in there around friday saturday mm. uh well most days of the week actually anytime I, t I touch champs so it's um this is definitely i'm willing to give it another go and i'm it, i'm pleased that they have addressed this within what whilst we've been critical of them it is a reasonable time scale isn't it two seasons of live mm. content they, they had other stuff to do as well so fair play to them and i hope it i hope it shakes out better for everybody um i do still think that there's stuff for them to do to it but uh this is definitely an improvement on the surface of it yeah, I think it makes sense because obviously, you know, you have one season, they presumably look at the season as a whole, analyze it, yeah. check the metrics, uh, take in feedback from people like yourself, of course, and then decide what to do. And that'll probably then get implemented for the third season. So I, I think it makes sense in terms of a time scale. It's a shame it didn't come earlier. I know a lot of people yeah. were already very annoyed about it um, and you know, yeah. been put off the mode, but hopefully um, this isn't too late for them. Now, Ben, while, we, while we're here, is this the right venue for my conspiracy theory about uh consumables 
Yeah, definitely. Get the Tim Four hats <laughs> right. on, listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Look. Right. So I've been looking at the uh, the reward packs. Okay. And if you look at uh, all of the all of the uh, the new ranks, the only packs that give out consumables are for zero wins and two wins. Everything mm. else is just players. Now, if you look at the previous ranks that they had, if you got uh, like basically everything except rank one had like a mega pack or something that had consumables in it. And there's obviously no consumables from the previous playoffs packs. We don't know what the new ones are at the time of recording. So I, I think someone at EA is sitting on a mountain of shadows, basically, <laughs> and is is ready to uh, take them take them out of these packs and uh, change the price ranges and then, you know, little Christmas bonus. Yeah, yeah. And actually, consumables from rivals are not super common and a lot of people pick untradeable mm. anyway. So again, you know. I mean, like my investment tip then is uh, Era Divisie Manager League cards. Hmm. Uh, all those just yeah. chem stars, I guess, as well. Position changes, maybe. Wow. It's a bit boring, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I true. Bit mainstream, but, yeah. Is, is more exotic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Brams, thank you very much for giving us the lowdown on these uh, rewards and the changes to playoffs. Um, looking forward to hearing nothing but positivity in the Champs channel from now on. Then, yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, I hope, I hope that I hope for everyone's sake that that is the case. Yeah, and thank yeah. you for having me. And uh, people could catch you in and around the Discord as always. Absolutely. And if you're a gold or above supporter, do head over and join it. You can do so uh, if you don't already by following the email, saying something about rewards you would have got when you first signed up or go to bit.ly slash pod discord help. And uh, let's get back into the main podcast and to Japes explaining his thoughts on this. I mean, uh, to me, what it, what it sounds like they're doing is they're trying to uh, call it like in or decrease the income gap right? Or the wage gap or, yeah. you know, like right now there is the, the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer, right? Mm. This step here is to allow, you know, kind of increase the size of the middle class. And obviously, Matt, speculation really, this stuff about the playoffs being made slightly easier. But in terms of the champs rewards, we know that those uh, ranks are tied together. And I guess that will prevent a bit of the win gifting and potentially make the mode or give it a bit more integrity again, maybe? Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. Um, I think champs has sort of taken a turn these days into not what rank can you achieve, but how quickly can you get the minimum rewards for your for your skill. So maybe they yeah, are trying to trying to place that that shift back on no, you need to be getting the highest rank for your skill rather than don't just get it done as quickly as possible to get the minimum rewards for your skill, if that makes sense. I mean, I look at these rewards and I think, well. I don't want to just be getting rank, you know, rank four now or whatever it would be, you know, the equivalent of 12 wins. I want to push on and now see, okay, could I potentially make that make that jump to, you know, 18 or 19 wins and be getting these, you know, two premium team of the week packs, ultimate packs, etc. So it could be a move from EA to, to put the emphasis back on the the competitive aspect of Fut Champs and really pushing it as the the sort of top competitive mode, if you like, instead of just making it a mode that people look at for rewards and just getting rewards quickly. Yeah, no, I definitely do agree with that, actually. And one thing I was going to add, a quick tip on playoffs. Now, we may not know until the season reset happens because that's when the playoff structure will change if it is going to. Uh, you may have already heard on this podcast if I've added something um, about that change. But one tip which will help you regardless with playoffs is that actually when seasons reset, which is going to happen, as I was saying, you can actually play playoffs until 
your final game basically and if you think you're not going to make it and because i don't know your record isn't looking that strong or, or you know you're not going to make it what you can do is just wait until the season reset happens and then what it does is reset your progress within playoffs but you stay in there you don't have to get the points again so that can be actually really beneficial basically giving you a free extra entry which you don't need to earn the points for so worth a go if uh, you think you need it right let's wrap this up and say our goodbyes from this podcast which is actually the closest we're going to record to christmas itself so uh, merry christmas to all our guests here and the listeners too thank you very much japes cheers happy to uh chat about the current state of foot at any time and lucky to do so every week uh if you guys mm. want to tell me what you think about anything we talked about you can always tweet me at air japes indeed and merry christmas to you <laughs> Oh, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Brilliant. Uh, that's just what I was looking for. And you can catch more Christmas Foot Weekly fun on that quiz, of course, next week. And you can also find him, of course, on YouTube, giving market expertise too. Yes, that's the place, uh, the primary place to go, I would say. There's definitely other outlets, but the Foot Accountant over on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, all those good places too. So yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody listening. And uh Thanks for tuning mm -hmm. into the pod because it's a lot of fun doing this and it's great. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. Have a great Christmas and uh, we'll catch you on that Christmas quiz next week. And the very same, of course, to you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ben. And uh, yes, a big Merry Christmas to all you listeners out there. Uh, Happy New Year as well. Uh, as that is coming up soon um, and you can find me over on twitter.com slash mattfoottrading and twitch.tv slash mattfoottrading for all things team of the year pack project related and uh, yeah all things first owner as well really enjoying that this year uh, so yeah thank you Ben and thank you to the listeners for supporting the pod as always and there we go that wraps this up although I just realized because I'm recording this little ending bit a bit later that actually the Hassem Wa SBC the wild card has been added and it looks phenomenal value, actually. A really, really top end card for not too much. I think 170 odd K. So if you have some spare fodder, I mean, you can actually try the loan, but yeah, I think it's going to be really, really good as a box to box center mid. Right. I think that does wrap us up. A huge thank you for listening, of course. And if you would like these podcasts delivered directly into your feed, do subscribe via the various podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. It's completely free. If you would like to support the podcast, just £3 a month and get double the podcast, then do so over on Patreon, um, where you can get your own Patreon feed, which will bring you Thursday's support episode, which is a gameplay podcast. You'll be supporting the pod, keeping it going and getting loads of content in return. And you can enter the 24,000 FIFA point giveaway um, over this festive period, which you can find and enter actually if you're a supporter of course over at bit.ly slash podxmas22 so that's bit.ly slash podxmas22 there'll be a link in the description of this podcast as well right that wraps us up thank you very much to all you supporters for keeping the pod going and to those icon patrons dave b dj fifa player coach vass dougie chris w hugh j steve c david s matt l george alistair Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, Pobius, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Savage P, Eric T, Roger D, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Jake G, Michael P, Springford, Zach O, Dominic G, Ruben D, Kraus, Orion B, Mindor L, 
Jason O and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.